Brazil is a big place. So big, it has a little part of England in it this week too. Let's go to Inglaterra. My name is Steve Layton, and I travel the world finding amazing and delicious coffee for you to drink at home. Some make coffee difficult to understand and complicated, but here, it's my job to make it easy and fun and tell you what's in my mug. I love these coffees when they're world exclusive. The only place you can buy this coffee is from us. Uh, and I'm also really proud to be working with my good friend, Stephen Hurst, who owns Fazenda Inglaterra, a farm that I bought for 10 years and its first ever production was 10 years ago, which is pretty, uh, it kind of makes me feel a little bit warm inside. Um, it's located near the town of Posas de Caldos in Minas Gerais. Um, it has an altitude of 950 to 1300 metres above sea level. 950 is quite low for Brazil, but 1300 is actually quite high. So it's on a real kind of um, uh, a big slope, and that's because it's an ancient uh, supervolcano. Uh, and in fact, if you look at satellite images and Google Maps and Google um, Earth, you can actually still see the supervolcano there. 50% uh, of the farm is virgin uh, matter um, Atlantica forest uh, that is untouched and Stephen's never going to touch. Um, the farm's name is uh, originally Fazenda Toca de Onca, which means hiding place of the small wildcat. Um, but ever since Stephen's owned it, it's known as Inglaterra and we've definitely changed that. Um, the previous owners abandoned the farm, um, so he had to start again. Um, some surviving coffee trees were pruned and cut right back. Um, but the and, and the coffee that you're actually drinking this week is the original trees that regrew back. Um, the varietals on the farm are Ikatu, uh, Akaya uh, and Katai. Um, this is a natural lot uh, of Katai that Stephen selected to enter the Cup of Excellence. And it nearly made it through. It was like 85.68 and it needs to be uh, 86. Um, but their loss is definitely our gain. Um, this natural is probably the most not natural coffee I've ever had. Super clean, uh, and I'm really looking forward to us tasting this one together. So I bet you thought we'd forgotten about this, but welcome back to Espresso Challenge. Espresso Challenge is where the contestants, Luke, yeah. hello Luke, hello. will come and make me an espresso in the quickest time possible. What they will do is try and serve me the best espresso they can, Every, I will score that out of 10. For every point I take away, they will lose five seconds. So it's in your best interest to pull a good shot, not a bad one, uh, but also to be quick. Now, Dale is the only person to have done this so far, and he happens to be the World Barista Champion, so we won't be letting him compete. So whatever happens, Luke, you're top of the leaderboard. Even if you completely <laughs> messed up, you're top of the leaderboard. Um, but you're pretty good on an espresso machine. Yeah, I've used, yeah, used them before. He's the one downstairs more than linear, yeah. So downstairs in, in, in Dispatch, where Luke works, we have a, a, a mini linear, a Lamazocco machine, which is a good machine, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and, and an expensive machine. Not too many people have one at home. Um, but you make the cappuccinos and espressos for everybody downstairs, don't you? Yeah, so I've got a bit of an advantage there, really. You have, you have. But also, I think it's also because you like coffee, you actually... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, You've actually managed to get lots of people in dispatch who don't necessarily like coffee so much to start yeah. enjoying it, yeah. which is really good. Yeah. So dispatch, they're putting bags in envelopes and weighing out coffee, and they don't necessarily need to be passionate about coffee. But it's great that you're spreading that amongst yeah. them. So, so 
when you're ready, Luke, um, take out the porter filter. When you take the porter filter out, we will start the timer. So whenever you're ready, it's over to you. Okay. So here he goes, he's off. So we've set up the grinder to pull a good shot. And Luke hasn't adjusted the grinder, which means that he's aiming for quality. Um, <laughs> Oops. There we go. He's going. So he's going to aim for quality, and that means that he's obviously going to try and score a higher score. So, oh, okay. So he's taking a little bit out, using his skills and knowledge. There's a little bit too much coffee there. So he's tamping. The judge is tamping the skill. I'm the tech judge here. That's good. It's nice and even. Again, taking his time. He wants to go back. He's not quite happy polishing it off. There we go. So locking in. Using scales. Scales is a great way to brew coffee because it means you can repeat and consistently get the right one. And he's manually, so he's not using the gravimetrics in the machine. He's using his skill and these scales. Good pour, looking good. That's okay. You, start, you use your eye, you stop it when you're ready. Stop the clock. Not very optimistic with that. It was a little bit quick. Yeah. Yeah. Way too quick. And this is espresso. Espresso is so inconsistent. You can have it set up perfectly one time, and next time it's going to be different. But you can you can try it first. But you tell me what I think. What you think I should score this? Bitter. There's definitely a lot of acidity in there. Not a lot of body. But actually, it's not too bad. It's not yeah. too bad. And this is the thing is, like, you follow all of the parameters, and sometimes the coffee can be really interesting. And my only criticism would be it's a little thin. So I'm going to score you 7 out of 10. Okay. You okay. happy with that? Yeah, I'll take that. Yeah. I'll take that. Better than I was expecting. So. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. So, Luke, you lose 15 seconds. So the starting time was the time, the time, the time without the penalty on? 1 minute 10. 1 minute 10. So that means you're 1 minute 25, which I think is pretty close to what Dale's score was. Wow, okay. Okay, very, very pleased with that. That's, yeah. that's pretty good. It's a good benchmark. Yeah. Dale, yeah. So, congratulations, well done. Thank you for being the first official contestant on Espresso Challenge. So these plants I have here are Katura. Um, but we're not talking about Katura this year, but we are talking about one of its um, uh, relatives, if you like, because Katakai is a cross between Ikatu and Katayi, uh, which Katayi is related to Katura fully enough. You can guess that from the, the name, can't you? Um, it exists in yellow and red form, um, and it's a super hardy varietal that is resistant to leaf rust, um, and it's characterized by really high growth and really high productivity. Um, Yellow and red katakai, I'm going to get it right any minute now, uh, are very small plants, almost dwarf-like, um, with the red being slightly taller, um, and are suitable for areas with like a little bit of like water deficit, so a little bit of like drought. Um, katakai was registered by Brazil's programme of the, I'm going to get this right, Apoi Technological Cafeteclaria. I'll probably pronounce that too, but the really easy name is Pro Cafe in 2000, but was not released until 2006, 2007, and was released very gently. So see, this is some of the first that we've really seen as a commercial production, um, because it very rarely seems to be cultivated. Okay, so Inglaterra, um, this is that competition lot. So this was the lot that was set aside um, 
that didn't quite make it through, which means that we definitely win. Um, it can sometimes not go through for a lot of reasons. It can be jury-specific uh, things they're looking for. Um, it didn't quite fit their brief, or they were just having a bad day. Um, let's dive in. Well, this is quite unique for a Brazil. Um, I want you to think, you're going to have to stay with me on this one because it's a weird one, but it's banana milkshake. It's creamy and it has that banana flavour just kind of coming through. Um, then it goes into what you expect from it, which is caramel, hazelnut, dark chocolate. But then the aftertaste is something you don't expect. So the aftertaste turns into like, it's almost like a white grape. Um, and it's a little bit effervescent. It's got a little bit of fizz and a little bit of kind of tingle to it. Um, but the banana milkshake, I know it's a little bit of a leap, but I really do feel that it's there. Um, I like this coffee. How this didn't make it through surprises me. And just goes to show when you kind of separate these lots out and pay a little bit more attention and a little bit more uh, time and care to it, how good it can be. This is probably the best Inglaterra I think I've ever had. Um, which when you've worked with the farm for 10 years and you've had every coffee from there, that's kind of a big deal for me. So I'm really excited to share it with you. Really excited to share this week's episode with you. Um, please do come back. But in the meantime, do remember, life is too short for bad coffee. Cool. Cool. Yeah. He's in it. Okay.